Welcome to Breakfast with Candles. Simply put, this is a podcast that explores John Hughes' films. On this week's episode, we discuss Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Enjoy! Welcome, everyone. Back at you. What is going on, Jordan? How are you? I am great, Luke. We're, we record at your house, uh, just a little inside baseball for the listeners. <laughs> it's really nice. I feel in the Christmas spirit. You've got the tree up, you've got the green lights, your house Thank outside you. is decorated. It's very nice in here. It's I, exciting. I feel warm and fuzzy in my heart. It's like the one time of year when you can do all that stuff, you know? Yeah. It's like... You decorate a little bit for 4th of July, and I mean, I guess the only thing close is Thanksgiving. You get out, like, the pumpkins, and and there's all kinds of (laughs) leaf-themed decorations. Throw all the leaves in the kitchen, boy. Basically. (laughs) But uh, nothing comes close to Christmas. No. Go all out, man. It's just, it's a fun time of the year. It's something we've shared our whole lives. Mm -hmm. We just, we love this time of year, and this movie is so christmas they up like, the, they're up in the christmas it's so christmasy yes yeah. it's, it's awesome so we're talking about home alone too in case you didn't miss it in our intro which <laughs> i just probably heard you just heard in your ears they forgot um, already i don't know home alone 2 lost in new york not chicago I'm sorry, sorry, Mr. Hughes. Well, we start there at least, but so we get there, go <laughs> we, there a little we bit. We always start there. <laughs> always. That is the theme of themes of this show. Yeah, we this is like episode like 21 or something like that, and there's that been right? like maybe like two of these where we haven't at least set foot yeah. in Chicago. So, and even even when we didn't, I feel like it's like obvious that it's a suburb or something. It's like yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I was just thinking about that. I was listening to another podcast, and they were mentioning that uh, M. Night likes to do Philly. And hmm. I, I just I hadn't yeah. thought of that before, but Unbreakable, and that's the only one I can think of right now. But <laughs> I, guess the village. I guess it's oh, obvious wait. in the other Unbreakable series, Glass and Split. <laughs> I guess that they're in Philly. And we're waiting Honestly, for that. I haven't uh, paid attention enough to those movies to know. Whenever there's a, the secret of the Liberty Bell movie that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The crack. <laughs> oh, my God. The Liberty crack. Because <laughs> <laughs> the new movie is coming out in Traveler. So that's why right. we're talking about it. Yeah. Anyways, we're not here to talk about that. We're here for to talk the M. Night podcast. about our two best Johns, Mr. John Williams and John Hughes. Who teamed up for just what I would say is just a fun sequel. Yeah, I'm sorry, John Candy. You're not in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> We've said goodbye to you. Yeah. I feel like they could have used him somewhere. Yeah, he right? He could have been in New York. He could have walked by or something. I mean, if He's Donald on tour. Trump could have been in it. Exactly. Mr. Candy could have been in it. He's on tour with his polka band. Doing yeah, it like, they hey, could have been playing at a bar or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's never seen him, so he doesn't know that he's even associated with yeah. what happened last yeah. movie. So he could have showed up. But the up. mom could have seen him somewhere, I feel like. Exactly. He could have been in Florida. I mean, it would have made sense. Oh, my god. Traveling band. Really should have <laughs> gone this direction, but whatever. Maybe he was busy. <laughs> So this movie was uh, directed by Chris Columbus, which Back I again. believe, yeah, he was in the first one, right? Mm-hmm. 
gosh, this page is so long. Yeah, Chris Columbus, um, of course, written by John Hughes, characters and, huh, that's weird. Anyways, Daniel Stern, of course, Joe Pesci, and mm-hmm. of course, Macaulay back again. And the box office is interesting. So okay. if you remember, I'll give you a refresher how interesting our box office was last time. We had a budget of $18 million estimated. Okay. And we had a cumulative worldwide gross of $476 million. Stunner. It's crazy. So that's just nuts. So what do you think this one cost them, Jordan? All right. I'm going to guess they went ahead and they upped the budget. A lot of times when like there's a success from a film that's not super expensive, they up it. But not an insane right. amount. But like I'm going to go ahead and say, let's see. Twenty-five million. They actually stayed at the eighteen. It says really estimated. Wow, I would have guessed filming in New York would have been yeah. much more yeah, expensive. I agree. I would have thought as well. Crazy. All right. Yeah, I, I'm always interested in like what goes on, you know, with different movies in a major city like that. Like, are they shooting like guerrilla style where they only like block off like one block or? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know, especially for a smaller movie like that where you don't have like big action shots like you do in like Avengers or something. They do, I feel, as little as they, as little as they yeah, need would, to as far so, as, <laughs> I'm sure it's so expensive per block. Yeah. My, oh, man. My gosh. Um. So, yeah. What do you think it made cumulative worldwide? Toss up, man. Because like these sequels, you know, for the, the sequel to the extremely successful original, I mean, it can go either way. Um, it could be, it could surpass it, or it could be a little bit underneath it, depending on what audiences think about it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it didn't surpass the first one. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, 300, 300 million. Uh, you're, you're close, 365. Okay, great. Wow. So wow. still an incredible Insane. mega success <laughs> insanely successful um one interesting note was so the first one did 17 opening 17 million opening in the u.s and the second one did 31 yeah so clearly there mm-hmm. was some name recognition but the gross u.s was 285 where it was 173 for the sequel so okay significantly less yeah but still man, still insanely what a mega success um it really makes me just watching this movie. It's like, my gosh, why didn't they just make a third one? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like <laughs> with the, the property, no, but I mean, mean like, <laughs> man, just like two years later, I mean, you still have, you know, Macaulay Culkin at a young age. It's still, mm-hmm. I still feel like it could have played and, you know, you could have acknowledged that he was growing up or something, but what did he go? What was so cool is this? how many people returned for this movie. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was got the whole family uh, back. Yeah. I mean, were they missing anyone? <laughs> like, and wh- why even the kids were the back. same like fuller <laughs> yeah oh fuller he looks so similar to how he, he did in the first age one. quite as much as the rest of the cast i think you know one of the first things i noticed what <laughs> obviously coke wanted in on this action oh my god from pepsi to coke no longer easy on the pepsi oh, fuller <laughs> it was like one of the first shots he's sipping on the coke oh my gosh that's giving crazy off that smile again <laughs> I'm sure they just outbid Pepsi. What? <laughs> I don't know why. It's like it's so weird with like product placement as to like because I remember even like American Airlines did a lot of product yeah. placements for this. Like I remember commercials like on the VHS for yep. this and being like American Airlines is great. 
you won't get lost in New York. I don't know. Like, well, <laughs> you won't get lost. In they New York. they shown some extreme negligence in this movie, <laughs> that yeah. airline. So yeah. I don't know how not much checking it, his ticket at all. Not checking that's his father. Yeah. Just, 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 just come in, come in, come in. Come in. <laughs> it's fine. He said it's his dad. It's fine. <laughs> And nobody says anything when he's standing at the gate completely alone. <laughs> saying, yeah. Uh, Dad. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I was wondering, because, yeah. like, what he went on to do after this. And, yeah, next, the very next year, he went on to do the R-rated Macaulay thriller. Culkin, you mean? Yeah, the R-rated thriller, The Good Son, huh. with uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> so, what's a change in his career trajectory. Maybe he just didn't want to do another one. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like, uh, it's like you know, manager or something like that. I was like, my boy, it's time to go into the yeah. time to play a psychopath. Time to take those <laughs> skills you've learned in Home Alone and become a psychopath. Man, it's just so good though. Yeah, it was so good that they got the cast back. I mean, that was that was huge. Yeah, yeah. So it, close to the first one too, which is. You know, I think the downfall of a lot of sequels now that come out, you know, 10 years, 12 years later or whatever, we should bring back Zombieland or something. Uh-huh. It's like, that's not a good example because that one got, they it, got, got all it right. The cast back. And they got it right, too. They got the story right. But, uh-huh. <laughs> um, Jurassic Park, I guess, might be an example of like, man, why couldn't you guys have done this yeah. way long ago? <laughs> Exactly. Half the cast is on vacation, so we could only get one of you in this one. So basically, yeah. each one of you gets a sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we'll get into it. Um, Let's do it. We get to see the family exactly as we did it in the first movie. Running <laughs> and it's a great. Luck. It's just a great intro. Yeah. I, I love the, the uncle in the shower <laughs> screaming mm-hmm. at him. I love the talk boy product placement. Talk Man. boy. I think I had a yak back. I don't think I had a talk boy. I can't remember, but I did have a talk man. boy. I remember it very explicitly. There was something I interesting. Don't know why we like those things? So there was much. something in the back in the nineties, early nineties. There's something novel about recording yourself and hearing it back. Now it's as common and as a putting flashlight. It was like what? He's like, whoa, this is awesome. You'd play it in front. Of, all your friends would gather around, I record don't stupid understand stuff. It now. Oh my gosh, let me lower the the a speed world of without it. Without the internet, right? I have I have a story <laughs> about the talk boy. So I had a talk boy. And so I remember, like, I had a crush on this this girl. I don't think I've ever shared this publicly, Uh-oh. but it's fine. It's so long ago. If you're listening okay. to this, it'll it's stay fine. here. Uh, my friend Kathy at the time, I was like, oh my gosh, she's coming over, and I got excited, and so I recorded a song about it. So I whipped out my talk boy, got ready to record my song, something really dumb, like yeah, Kathy's coming over, Kathy's she's coming, or whatever. And I was like, cool, then, so cool. And then I was like, and then she came over, and I was like, hey, Kathy, I got a talk. Oh crap! She was like, oh cool, a talk boy. Oh, and so boy. she was like. What's this? Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Uh, what do you think?" Nothing. <laughs> it's a different Kathy. <laughs> yeah, but but I loved the talk boy. It was uh, yeah, yeah. Again, it's so novel. It's as common as a flashlight now to record yourself and you'll hear it back. But yeah. <laughs> at the time, yeah. And they, this is a tool that will be used. I think once throughout the movie, but when I remembered it, like I was like, "Oh yeah," and he's using that talk boy all throughout Twice. the movie. Yeah, use it. Use it on the phone. On the phone to get the hotel, mm-hmm. and then he uses it when he's like having his uncle like yell at the guy. That's right. Which 
Yeah, it's insane that it would be loud enough to I know. think it was an actual person. I had one. The speaker was not great. No, not at all. <laughs> it was a children's toy. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about back then, like having a device that did one thing. It was like it made it more valuable, you know? It's like yeah. our phones now do literally everything. So it's like, you know, we love them, but I mean, we're also old now. So Yeah. <laughs> but there was something about it when you were like young and you had like a Tamagotchi that played like the silly little game with this creature and Mm -hmm. you know you had your game boy which played mario or whatever and then you had this talk boy for that and it's like i don't know what it was there's something about like these specialty devices it was like the time of specialty gadgets yeah (laughs) and this was like a cross promotion thing it wasn't like oh there's a talk boy um i guess that's a toy that's popular now let's put in the movie it's no 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 we're we're gonna promote this toy through this movie and it's like one and the same so it's like a chicken and the egg situation you're like what came first same time and so (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so it was basically i think they even had like the home alone stuff like on the actual talk boy somewhere and so it's like literally from the movie but it's also it's kind of its own thing at the same time so weird so weird it was really cool. I can I I think it worked. Yeah. <laughs> it made me want one. <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> Maybe not. Kind of. <laughs> uh, can you find any tapes? <laughs> the app you download. The app talked me all great. Well, anyways, we're going to Florida this year. I guess we've established a yep. year's gone by. It was um, apparently a terrible place. <laughs> no one seems to be looking forward to this. Maybe and then Frank, they make but... it seem awful when they get there too. Yeah. It does not rain that much in December here. Yeah, they did us dirty. Our, our, our home state of Florida. Yeah. We don't made. live in Miami, but I know what the weather is like in Miami, and it's not raining all it's, the time. Yeah, it's not the torrential rainfall, the yeah. hurricane weather. That, <laughs> in if December, they went in March, maybe. You might be in trouble. March or April. like That's the rainy time. Yeah, but we are not hundled under the Christmas tree in terror yeah, of a thunderstorm. It's pretty dry, honestly, in the winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think it's rained in two weeks. <laughs> so yeah they definitely did us dirty there mm-hmm. but kevin's uh, he's 10 years old i don't know if they said at age last time but i did write down that I think they, they said say eight I, I think i remember he was eight, eight. eight. okay so i, think I guess his mom he... said something like he's only eight years old or, oh that's know. right he called him 10 in this one but only a year's gone by maybe it was like a two years two years it, the first one oh. came out in 90 92 so okay all right cool yeah um, <clears throat> so, oh, I see what you're saying. In movie time, you're right. Yeah, no, in movie right. time, there were like last yeah. year something like this happened or whatever. And yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's. Yeah, it even says in the description here Home Alone, an eight year old troublemaker. What? In the like first movie. The first movie description. Yeah, I know, but how does so, that. Even... Yeah, that is weird. weird. That's strange. Huh. That must be a mistake. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Strange. I was trying to see if in the Home Alone 2. Yeah, it just says one year after. Strange. So maybe, maybe like you know, depending on his birthday, maybe he could have. Yeah, maybe. No, because it's December to December because it's both Christmases. So. Oh my God. Yeah, it should have. He should have only been exactly one year older. Mm, yeah, there's some uh, yeah. shenanigans going on there. Come on, Mr. Hughes. What are you doing? <laughs> Get it together. He's Get time. your timeline. Timelines. Right? <laughs> it's not canon. <laughs> but it's uh, established here that you know our our discussion on whether or not Christmas magic was to blame for the McAllisters leaving Kevin last time. In this case, definitely not. <laughs> no, Santa Claus didn't do this. The dad just accidentally. There unplugged. was a strange wind that blew that night, though. <laughs> there was to alert us of the wet bandits escaping prison, but <laughs> yeah. I just the said the part, winds yeah. of Christmas magic blow again. <laughs> they did. They did to but, scare the audience. Yeah, but they didn't cause. 
the problem. Oh my gosh. It's an earthquake, everyone. I always hit my knee on that. <laughs> um, yeah, Polaroid camera. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once he gets to New York, he's Polaroid camera in it. I guess that was just in his dad's bag. That's right. Okay. Also, he's on the Twin Towers, which really was like, wow. Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, it's crazy. It's with something you'd do, I guess, at the time going so to New York. nine years before mm-hmm. 9-11, so... Wow, yeah. Um, Pretty crazy. <clears throat> yeah, I, next up, what, did they go to the Christmas pageant? Oh, oh, yeah, sorry. I skipped ahead a little. <laughs> <laughs> We're in New York already! Yeah. Well, we had kind of already talked about that stuff, but yeah. The shenanigans at the Christmas pageant. Yeah. <laughs> Which Kevin should not have gotten blamed for at all. No. It's like... I mean, I guess he shouldn't have pushed Buzz, but I mean, come on. He was like humiliated. Buzz is the worst. He was terrible. And second of all, that wasn't funny at all. Okay. Everyone's laughing. All right. I'm rolling my eyes. Uncle says, it was pretty darn funny. I can't believe he said that. I was rolling my eyes when he just like puts the thing behind his ears. I was like, oh, geez. But I got, I'm not going to lie. When he just started doing the drum beat, I was like, okay. (laughs) I chuckled. I mean, if I was there, I would have, I would have been shaking my head in disapproval. But are you serious? (laughs) This kid. And he ruined that other kid's solo. He was about to give it his all. He was like, oh, Christmas. You know, <laughs> I think you can tell. He was like really prepared. Oh, Buzz. Yeah, but Buzz ruined it. I, he's like more of a schemer now because he's like manipulating the family, yeah. which I I kind of like. Ladies and gentlemen of, of the, the jury. jury. <laughs> Beat that, you little trout yeah. sniffer. He's wearing his suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's just... It feels exactly like the one before. Yep. You'd think it would play out differently after the lessons they learned. Exactly. This is where, this one scene is where I was like, okay, yeah, this seems like they're kind of just going through the motions. We're like, all right, up to the basement, I guess. And he's like, I want to have my own vacation. <laughs> he's like, you did this last movie, so maybe it'll happen again this movie. If I was his mom, I'd be like, no, we are making sure that doesn't happen again. Exactly. We're going to handcuff you to the shuttle bus or something, whatever, whatever we need to do. But seriously, like, I feel like his dad, honestly, is to blame for all this. Yeah. His dad unplugs the alarm clock, and then his dad pays almost no attention to him in the airport. Yeah. Like, they put the spotlight on the mom, but the dad is way worse. Yeah. The dad had, like, nothing to do with the counting in the first movie. Like, didn't really help at all with that. Uh huh. Just like, oh no, we just forgot to close the garage. It's fine. I wonder how long. This one, he's just like, oh, just carry my bag. See you later. Yeah. They make a real big point on that. They want you to know that he has a. You want to carry my bag? You got my bag? Here's my bag. See all the money? Yep. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You got my bag. Uh, Kudos, at least, for, like, you know putting the thread there but yeah. yeah it's like she's like gets all the way they get all the way to the van before they're like oh where's kevin <laughs> like yeah. what are you kidding i'd be waking that she's kid gotta be up staring at the ticket to be like kevin oh kevin oh my god like that i feel like that would be the only thing that mom would be thinking about the entire no. time exactly we're not, we're not leaving kevin i don't care if we miss our flight i don't care if we fly to new york by accident then <laughs> instead of miami but we're not leaving kevin exactly but yeah, the dad, he's always been suspect. I mean, obviously we talked about it last week when he was like, he came back and he's like, oh, hey, Kevin, my boy. All right. Hey. Like, he's like freaking Robin Williams and Flubber. Exactly. He is. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Absent-minded. <laughs> he does not know. No. <laughs> he also wears the most common jacket you could possibly wear. I guess so, because this mustachioed <laughs> man who Kevin mistakes for his father. 
is I going to New York. All the men have the exact same haircut too. I guess so. <laughs> I guess in the nineties that was the haircut to have. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, we get our Christmas music. It's just so Christmassy. It's awesome. Earlier, he's like saying, "How can you have Christmas without a Christmas tree?" I'm like, "Preach it, preach it, brother." Yeah. <laughs> but it's like. What do we do here? What do you think we do here? Cut down palm trees in our backyards and bring them inside and decorate the coconuts? I mean, what in the world? Obviously, we use North Carolina trees. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just don't exist for us, I guess. I mean, I'm saying that, but we definitely have actually, a Actually, yeah. Friends of mine, actually, they don't, I think it closed now, but they had a Christmas tree farm here, like, mm, yeah. just like a few miles from where we live. Look, guys, we make it work. Florida, it's not ideal. It's just different for Christmas type of time. trees that are a lot uglier. Yeah, but we can grow trees here. We try, okay. <laughs> we'll make it happen. We'll make Christmas happen. Darn it. We're in New York. Yep, we made it. We meet the sticky bandits. Yeah, but um, something of note here is we got our, our girl from uh, from a. Uh, uh, breakfast club here what's her name uh shailene that's not, that's not it shaley what's her Damn. where is she she's uh oh yeah ali sheedy she's from the um, she was at the, cha- the the counter over in new york when she's like oh what city is that that's new york or <laughs> whatever what was she in breakfast club the uh oh she was the goth girl yeah i forgot the her basket name already case. yeah the basket the basket huh. case exactly. i didn't i didn't catch that okay she's Unrecognizable, so from that movie Except at least for you apparently. No, I I, I stared at her when she was on the camera, and I was like, huh. "She's in another John Hughes movie." Yeah. That was it. I was like, either she's like Beck or something like that from uh, some kind of wonderful, yeah. or we're going to right. Breakfast Club. That's what I thought you were talking about. Yeah, right huh. with that haircut, I guess. Who but, uh, who is uh, the what's his name, the toy guy? What was he? What was he in? Wasn't he, he in something else? Was in National Lampoon's Vacation. So yeah, Duncan. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was Mr. Wally. That's right. Of course. Uh huh. Feels He's like it's a, a thousand years. type. I guess. I guess so. <laughs> He's a lot more warm in this movie, but whatever. Yeah. We're That's here right. in New York, and it's montage time. Yep. Yep. I'm not gonna. Do All it alone long. on Christmas. I yeah. love that song. Really good. It's great. We talked about it before, but yeah, it's uh it's a staple. It is. And so many Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. For good reason. So why are the Wet Bandits here? I was, like, trying to get it. Like, I think they were, like, trying to get out of the... They're like, one more score, and then we'll leave the country or something like that. But I'm like... Go somewhere like Arizona. A giant... <laughs> exactly. This is a giant coincidence. So I'm wondering, like, how did they get to New York? Where did they put them away in prison? I'm like, they were in Chicago did, did when they were arrested. Yeah. Did they say like upstate New York on the newspaper? What? I don't know. I, maybe all the clues we had to pause it and read the entire article to find out why. <laughs> I thought it said something, but I, maybe it just said like uh, escape from upstate prison. Maybe. Yeah. You know. It was maybe it was just the closest place. So I don't know why the what. Excuse me. The sticky bandits now are uh, <laughs> the duct tape bandits. <laughs> exactly. They're hiding in fish trucks in New York City. But anyways, they're here. Yeah. We want not, them here. Not enough explanation to, to even know. <laughs> exactly. But um, what happens next? We he pretty much goes to that hotel straight away. Pretty much. Yeah. Meets Donald Trump. Yeah, he gives him <laughs> down the hall to the right or whatever. <laughs> 
and he's on his way. He uses his talk boy to meet. Uh, all right, so there's Tim Curry, the mean lady. I don't really know her name. I just know her from the Adams family. That's really it. Oh, right, right. Yep. And Rob Schneider. Yep. Our concierge. I feel like before he had done a lot. Yeah, this is pretty early. I think it might be before Judge Dredd. <laughs> what he's obviously wow. famously known for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, they are quite a uh, quite a cast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like Tim Curry. It's you know, whenever I see him, I'm like, he's it's gonna be some sort of interesting and funny he's performance. A he is a <laughs> goofy guy, so it's great to see him. But now he's pretty much gonna blow all his money. But he's like Tim Curry's suspicious of him, like immediately, like, like almost to the point where it's like creepy. It's like. I think he just doesn't like kids, honestly. Maybe. That's what I got from that. Like I got a freaking, just like, oh, freaking kid in here. Get this stupid this kid out of here. This is place, obviously. This is the Plaza Hotel. Have you seen started. our commercials? <laughs> We're up class. <laughs> so, yeah, more goofing around. Ice cream bar. And this is, yeah. Well, this is a little bit before that. This is when they established that the credit cards are going to be tracked. That's right. So yeah. The, the PD over at uh, he Miami. He realizes he has his wallet and his bag mm-hmm. and all that. So obviously that plays a big part later on. It's yeah. Like literally the only reason they know where he is. I do. I do. Even though I was making fun of it before, how they were putting a, like a highlight on the fact that he has his bag. I do like the fact that like you can retrace There's an explanation. There's yeah. an explanation. Because it's a complicated like set of events that happens. So. How this happens exactly yeah. knocks like, over the tickets and we did, we didn't stuff. talk about it, but yeah, like he he knocks over the tickets. Obviously, gets his father confused, but then he also like puts the headphones in. He's sitting yep. next to a French man who doesn't speak English, so it's like. They just keep setting up barriers to why he wouldn't know that. I never even thought of that before he's with the, the French guy. The <laughs> I never even thought of that as like that. Because been set next to anybody else, he'd be like Miami. What are you talking about? We're going exactly. And be like, oh crap! Exactly. I did it again. Stop the blade. That's when he would have slapped both sides of his face. And been like, <laughs> Not New York. Ah. And then he would have in on the plane been like, wait. Maybe I do want to go to New York. For some reason, I never thought of that. I just thought it was the gag of always oh, talking to him, but it's ridiculous. <laughs> why would he keep talking to him even though he's clearly just another barrier? Yeah, so that, why he wouldn't know? That makes sense. Why does the French guy just keep talking? I know who would do this. He just keeps rattling on. He's from another country. It doesn't mean he's insane. <laughs> the kid's clearly not even looking at you. And then I said, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what they think Americans would do over there. <laughs> I guess so. Just keep... Yeah, probably, actually. <laughs> so, how is Paris? Is it going to be fun? What do you think? Oh, you're clearly not paying attention to me, but I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> the French version of Home Alone, they just switch <laughs> the languages, and that guy's American. <laughs> oh, excited to go to Wee Paris. <laughs> oh, yeah, Paris, it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe. Angels with Filthier Souls oh, is man. the movie we're watching while we're... A dining there down are on so many quoted lines oh in this God. one little what is it like 30 second scene yeah it's like so many quoted lines that's great maybe i'm off my end i think it's I one of the you. best things about home alone is those two little stupid they're not even movies they're like scenes they're yeah just little scenes <laughs> they're scenes recorded to be fake movies that they're watching and i'm like why, I wonder how how did they think of that? You know, because it's I always thought that they were real movies until like I grew up a little yeah. bit, and so it was like, what made them say like, no, 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 we're gonna make a fake movie, <laughs> and, like make a little scene, 
genius jordan that's what told him to do that what would the full movie be it's just a rotating door of people going in his room <laughs> i love it i shot love it by a tommy gun just different people with crazy exactly names. they clean Snakes up and <laughs> they clean up the lady the and just... <laughs> the roach is coming in to talk to you boss a lot of people just have a lot of explaining to do <laughs> just different reptiles are coming in to talk to you Hey, Mr. Lizard's coming in. <laughs> the you gotta frog, believe me. The Jack. frog's here. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Wait, but before I go in, does he have his Tommy gun? Is, is it already out? Can you see it? <laughs> is it loaded? Is he out of bullets? Because <laughs> if he's out of bullets, maybe I'll go in. Has he made up his mind already that he's gonna <laughs> shoot me and riddle me with bullets? Well, because I know he might believe me, but I know his Tommy gun definitely <laughs> won't. So. It's of a little concern. <laughs> so okay, so we we get the the re, the repeat gag of the um, you know him doing a little puppeteer action with the infl- you, you missed something that's just a little thing here oh, that I thought was so funny when when the dude's like scooping out the ice cream, <laughs> he's like two scoops, sir. He's like three. I'm not driving. I ain't driving. I yeah, just love that. That is funny. <laughs> so funny. Kevin, in his, now that he's older, he's definitely quipping a lot more, which it makes yeah. sense. He was already kind of a smart mouth when he was a little kid. Now that he's a, a year, a couple years, I don't know, God older. Knows. God knows. <laughs> older, he's, you know. He's, he's, he's gotten a little clever. Clever. Yeah. More clever. I think he's gotten more clever. Clever, but that doesn't work. I think that's something else. I don't even know if it is anything else, but I like it. Clever. That's the French. It's in the French version of Home Alone. That's that's, that's French version of smart. Exactly. <laughs> Lizzie Compiton. But anyways, <laughs> how quick did he get this set up? Did he already have it set up? Like which, just which part? Oh, when he the ha- inflated the inflatable balloon. six foot clown. <laughs> At first, when she gave him that, I'm like, is that just plain downright product placement of this like stupid inflatable <laughs> what clown? product? <laughs> You know, the inflatable clown that everybody wants in their You pool. know, just the generic six-foot like, inflatable clown. Is, do you float on that? Like, what is the actual purpose of that? It was so weird that you they said the height of it. Six-foot inflatable clown. Exactly. That's what, what I'm saying. It was like they were trying to sell it. It was like... Because, like, right before that was a Coke. And then she, like, said that. I'm like, is this, like, just pushing in all the product placement right up front in the movie it's very strange i remember those things a lot like those like a bozo thing or something there was a lot of bozo stuff but it just seemed generic Why would to somebody me. want that i don't know I don't what is he gonna it. use just throw it in the pool and watch it float around so i was thinking like do you like is it like punching bag like what is the point you can't I float on something know. like that but anyways just look at this clown i have floating in my pool Ugh. got anything else <laughs> god no get that out of here can you take it out, please? That's awful. But yeah, he uses the Frank thing to create his little puppet show. And I don't know yep. how long it Get took him to here, do this. Get out of here, you little pervert. Or I'm going to slap you silly. <laughs> Ooh. But um, yeah. Okay. I I, get, like, I don't know. The thing is, with these with these things that like really kind of... Every now and then they'll redo a joke from the first one. And there's usually like they'll add one element, and I think that element here is obviously the the dialogue from Frank. But Tim Curry's reaction, yeah, is pretty humorous. So I think like otherwise, if it was just the same thing and it was just someone running away, I I don't know. I think, but I think the fact that it's Tim Curry 
it makes me laugh. What in do a you way. think was the closest scene from the first one? To when, this? when he was doing the puppeteer work, when the wet bandits were driving by to be like, oh, we'll come back tonight. And he had. Because he also did the one where like he came in the back door. Or I guess that was just the Angels of Filthy Souls one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used that one twice in that one. He didn't, yeah. Well, he didn't have the talk boy, so he couldn't have done that part. If only he yeah. had the talk boy. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, time to get in a limo and get a, a pizza. I always love how he says that. You know, your limousine and a, a pizza. A fresh pizza. Your very pizza. own. Pizza looks so Jeez. good. It looks so good. Steaming. I guess I, it was super cold outside. I'll have to, yeah, I have to put it look better. I'll have to put it on the list of you know, there's a good list I have in my head of just great movie food that like yeah. looks good, <laughs> along with the steak from the Matrix and the pizza yep, from Turtles yep. too. But that looks that's some good yep. looking pizza, man. So good. Um I, this is where it kind of dawned on me when they're driving the limo. Man, in these movies, just movies, period, New York is way, way less crowded in these movies than they are in real life. Yeah. It's like they're able to like have free reign, but really it's like you're just in line the whole time, just walking yeah. in a giant horde. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of traffic. Especially during Christmas. During Christmas. It's like yeah. a few days before Christmas. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. It would be insane. Yeah. And it is. <laughs> we were there we were there like December sixteenth, I wanna say, so a little bit before this. But yeah. Yeah. Especially the Rockefeller Center, it would have looked nothing like it does at the end of this movie. Um <laughs> Possible. I don't care what time of night it is. It's still it's crowded all the time. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if it's three AM. <laughs> Impossible. And I'm sure, like, even Duncan's toy chest, it was like, it was crowded, but it mm-hmm. would have been, it would have been freaking packed. Yeah, it's like, F-A-O He would not sh- have been able to stand there and talk to Duncan that whole time. No. Everyone would have been like, get out of the effing get way, I gotta way. check out. We walked by where that, like, the FAO Schwartz yeah. is, like, what, it's, what it is right. in real life. And it's like, there's a line, like, wrapped yep. around the building to get in. <laughs> And yep. he's like, ah, la, la, la. It's real nice as you let all these kids come in here and play with all your toys or Let's whatever. Let's talk about turtle doves for a while. <laughs> oh, exactly. No, not at all. <laughs> that being said, I do like this scene. I think it's kind of it's kind of nice. I mean, yeah. I like him. It's a, it's a stark contrast with, from him in like a, in a National Lampoon's Vacation where they're like, what yeah. are you guys doing here? Get out of here or whatever. And here he's like, oh, that's very yeah. nice of you, young man. He's or got whatever. a warm presence to He's him. like, yeah, he's like a Santa Claus kind of figure or whatever. And I just take all the money and go up to the children's <laughs> hospital. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I like him. Yeah. You want to have this warm presence to like counteract like what the sticky wet whatever bandits are doing. <laughs> oh, not the sticky wet, please. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> oh, anything but that. <laughs> Don't combine them, Mav. That kind of is what they are, though. <laughs> they are kind of sticky and wet. Especially by the end. Ooh. <laughs> most certainly. <laughs> but anyways, this is where he encounters them, which I love. Kind of. So, sort of. I don't think right. he even sees him. Yeah, he passes like, by him. Yeah, Harry. He's like, notices. Thought I saw something or what? They're like right next to each other too. It's, this is an unbelievably. Cr- they never yeah. like say like this is an insane circumstance. <laughs> Are you real? Are we hallucinating? Yeah. Or do we have like? <laughs> even if you were in New York, the chances of seeing each other would be very slim. 
Yeah, like seriously, if this was the Sticky Bandits movies, um, this would be like their PTSD, and they'd be like hallucinating <laughs> the fact that they're seeing Kevin because they're so scarred yeah. by the first movie. They'd be like, oh, literally scarred something. in many ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many scars. That M on the hand. Oh boy. I love how when they're like making their plan here with the like ice rink, mm-hmm. Marv just steals an entire outfit from everybody that's like walking by. Nobody gives a crap. Or skating by. Like, oh, here's a hat, here's some gloves, here's a scarf. There's a lot of instances in this where I'm like, okay, I know that like the people in New York are supposed to be like ambivalent and callous, but not, not to, to this, this level. level. <laughs> no. yeah. They're giving my friggin' scarf back. They make Marv the dumbest, oh, most yeah. ridiculous human being. Harry, at least it's like, okay, you know, he's trying to make a plan. He's trying to make some money. He's dumb, but... You know, he's functional. He's making reasonable <laughs> choices in life. Yeah, that are evil but reasonable. Yeah, Marv is just stupid. He is a like, block of wood. He is the so things dumb. he says and does, and it's just—it's a little overboard, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think around this time, like they cut back to Tim Curry, and he's like. I don't know what machine he's running to be like. Oh, what's it? This is stolen credit card machine. <laughs> I guess that's what credit card machines did. I don't know. I guess so. I well, mean, I guess what he did was he took they took the information and then you wait for all the charges, uh, and then you process it. That's what that little copier thing that you slide over it makes like an imprint of the card. Okay, so you can process it later after you know the nine hundred sixty-seven dollars <laughs> and <laughs> room fees pop up. How's it possible? <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. That... I guess he just goes ahead and runs the room charges, and that's when it comes back stolen. Yeah. The, the satisfaction that he gets from this is kind of unnatural. <laughs> That's for sure. Ah, he's like so pleased. I've got him. It made his the freaking The light comes day. on behind him. Bingo. <laughs> ah, bingo. Yeah. He seems a little, little sick. Something's wrong with him. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I hope this kid's okay. Like, even if he did steal it, it's like, well, this kid is probably 10, is 10 years old, so he probably needs some help or something. Exactly. No, no we're going to chase him around the hotel. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to get out my gun and shoot him when he comes here. <laughs> so they get, he, they, I think it's at that point after he leaves, he, he actually then encounters the bandits. Yeah, the bandits, like, when, I guess, Kevin goes into the toy chest, and they're, yeah. like, hanging out in the little <laughs> baby houses. Come out of our little houses. <laughs> like, yeah. this is when Harry slips into the you're an idiot column. This a is a, ha- pretty, a real <laughs> harebrained scheme here. Wow. <laughs> and how would people walking by not notice these two, like, 45-year-old men Mr. Duncan, heads out? Mr. Duncan, there are two grown men in the children's playhouse. Discussing robbing your store <laughs> this evening. One of them has his, a sticky hand out of the window, <laughs> stealing people's scarves. He's got Salvation Army money stuck to him. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous, but I do like how he's like slowly <laughs> reaching his hand down to him <laughs> when he screams, kind of just lurches back. Yeah, like, yeah I love that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that's exactly what would happen. Exactly. But like, no. oh, maybe we shouldn't do this right here. <laughs> no one intervenes, though. They catch their attention, but as these two grown, scary looking yeah. men chase this young man around broad daylight. Oh, it's fine. That's New York. Yeah, they just keep walking. Jeez. That's New York for you. 
<laughs> exactly. No one's all like, hey, what are you doing? Chasing that kid. This is not the United New York from Spider-Man 1. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> but yeah, so I guess at this point, everyone's chasing him, right? Because he gets back to the hotel and they're like, help me, help me. These guys are... how, how do they get him? The, the the he the, he eludes them with the the sticky bandits with the right, pearls right. gets back to the hotel pearls, and yeah. the uh, Tim Curry is there waiting for him and he's like yeah help me these guys right. he's like oh he stole didn't the accept the your yeah. stolen credit card <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the filthier souls scene yeah yeah again it's the same joke but. It's kind of funny. You know, it's like one of those things where I'm like, they're doing the same thing, but I'm still laughing yeah. a little bit, you know? Yeah. Two times, I guess you can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Two times. <laughs> they couldn't dare to do it again like they did it with the pizza guy and then did it on Marv. No, we only get to do it once. <laughs> we get a really funny thing where it's like, Flu, Pete, Cliff, and it's like the janitor or whoever's yeah, yeah. there. It's a lie. You smooching everybody. You've been smooching everybody, baby. <laughs> but then I guess Kevin has a... No, he actually gets caught. At yeah, this he point. gets caught here, and then this is where the lady's butt gets pinched. Yeah. She knocks them both out. So was this the same lady from earlier? Yep. That he like got his hand stuck on the purse? Mm, same lady. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I felt like she looked different, but I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, I, I wonder what this lady thought the situation was. She's like, he did it. Bam. It was him. Or boom. Thanks. And yeah. runs off. And she's just like, hmm. Like, yeah. Great. I helped that kid escape. What did I just do? <laughs> Couple pervert guys that are kidnapping. Great. She recognized the situation and did nothing. I'll just keep walking. Well, I guess kids are scared of the park. I feel like people in New York, it's like, you know, you just kind of leave people alone. Yeah. It's like, well, unless it's obvious that I need to do something, I'm just whatever. Just exactly. Mind my own business. So when I was in New York last, I made a mistake. I uh, I didn't know where I was going. We were trying to get to the, this one of the subway stations, and we went through the park and it was like the sun just went down. <laughs> so I didn't encounter any of the characters that Kevin came across, but it was. But it was scary. It out was here. scary. We, you I was, agree with him? Yeah. I, 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 I was like immediately. We were like in the middle of it. And I was thinking I didn't tell Amber because I wanted to. I wanted her to be like safe or whatever. But I was like, I made a terrible mistake. We need to find a cab. I, well, yeah. I was looking behind me on the trail like constantly ready to go for whatever happened. Ready to either fight or get stabbed or whatever. But we made it out alive, but we didn't encounter this. So who's here to greet Kevin? I've goes. been I've been in Central Park many times after dark. Oof. Yeah, it is scary. We we did a uh, ice skating one time. We were there. Okay. Um, this was like way back when I was in high school, and yeah, we were walking back. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely not somewhere I'd want to be. If we I didn't have like thirty people route. with us. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're in a crowd, it's, it's and a luckily different. like the skating rink is like on the side, so it was like it wasn't yeah. too far from our hotel. Wasn't in the center. Yeah. Of the park. Yeah. Yeah. So he encounters a couple scary people. He encounters a woman muttering to him to herself. Yeah. A man with dreads, which is scary. I, feel like I guess probably much worse even now. Must be than it was back in '92. There's a couple hookers. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, you want me to read you a bedtime story? 
why they do. Oh man. It's like why? And he just runs into a guy. This one's my this is my favorite guy. The watching kid. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow it seems pretty realistic though. Maybe. I don't know. He could still be I've there. I ran into some of those guys out there. Ooh. <laughs> I could see that happening. And Ain't of course, much better in here, kid. <laughs> what does he mean by that? That he's horrifying and he knows it. He like get like, like what kind of cab driver just runs off a fare? He's like, yeah. Like what? Well, even what? Like I, you know, seeing it in HD, you can notice a few things. He's like smiling as he's leaving the cab, so he knew that he was like scaring him out of there. You're much better in here, kid. Is he figured he didn't have money or something? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Maybe the joke was worth losing the fare for <laughs> amusing himself. I don't know. But uh, I'm pretty fat and scary, aren't I? <laughs> I got a that's bum a good eye. One. And that's, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I am horrifying. We didn't talk about this earlier, but I guess earlier pigeon he... Pigeon lady. Yeah, pigeon lady. She doesn't yeah. have a name, does she? Nope. Very, pigeon lady. <laughs> All the conversations they share, it's very rude. That she Kevin, have the like murder nickname or whatever that the other guy had. No, <laughs> the snow slayer or whatever. Do they never say it? No, I don't think so. Like, what's Some your name? I thought they did. But. Maybe they did. But he ran into her earlier and he was just like, sick. It just went the other direction. <laughs> he went running the other direction. Yeah. It was pretty unfair of him. Very, very judgmental. <laughs> I feel pretty bad if I was this lady, too. Yeah. Uh, but here, I mean, she is kind of scary how the way she appears. She just And she doesn't say anything. She just rises Any of these up. times. She rises from the stone. She's like, mm-hmm. when he gets his foot caught, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what were you doing just down there? Just say, hey, buddy, you need some help? I Something. know. <laughs> she was just laying in wait <laughs> for to scare this no kid. No wonder people. Yeah, it's called Pigeon Lady on IMDb. Wow. So we nailed it. <laughs> Great. Glad we got her name right. But... <laughs> ridiculous i just yeah i mean who could blame not talking to her like what are you doing yeah and, and you know what this this is the the shovel slayer thing this is almost the exact thing you know i feel like people get to a point i think the idea was people get to a point where it's like they just expect people to not talk to them so they just like aren't friendly or anything because it's just like what's the point nobody wants to talk to me so I think that's kind of what the character is supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, but it, it, but the strange thing too is like she's kind of warm later on. <laughs> like exactly when she does finally talk to him, it's like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> kind of thing. It's like she wanted it, but it's like it, it's weird because like they she go likes to, that persona. Exactly. What do they go to the Metropolitan like Opera or some Opera House, something like that? I don't know how they get up there. Yeah, I've always, I never really understood what was going on here. Like, I know. What is this room that you have? They scale the building and go to the window. And then he just like walks out. I, I don't know. It's, I know. It's weird. It's just a weird setup. This whole scene is really weird. Yeah. You know how I didn't really like Don't they the... just like transition too? They're like they're, talking yeah, in the park and then like, because I was kind of falling asleep here. <laughs> I was kind of tired. She was like, you know, he's like, you don't want to wear warm. She's like, I, ha- I know a place. And they're just there. It just, yeah, boop, they're there. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah, at least before it was like the church, like it made sense. And he's like, there for a reason. Yeah, and he just runs into him there. Yeah, and, and like there fits they in have with the conversation numbers. and everything. Yeah, yeah, but here they just go there. I feel like they should have done a church or 
like something. made sure they told you this is a museum or something that like I don't know it could have played in well with the conversation. I feel like maybe there was a scene cut. Maybe I can imagine them being like, yeah. "Oh, and it's cool." Maybe because the visuals been. nice. Like, oh, she's up in the opera house, and it like signifies how she's like apart yeah. but not, or something like that. And she, she likes being near the art or something. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I've seen the world's best um, artist yeah. here or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, gosh, they just let you like no one goes we need up to here? help with rewrite. <laughs> yeah, I, th- this part is just ugh, I don't like this part at all. Yeah, I like. I'm really, I was thinking about it while I was watching this. I'm really split on like my opinion on her. Like I like mm-hmm. the warmness of her, but she's also just like unnecessarily weird. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess it makes sense. You're some weird, lonely lady living in the park. But. I may, Did I miss a beat or something? Or is her story, she was in love, she got divorced and became a pigeon lady. <laughs> I didn't really follow it, so you probably. I heard. I was like, okay, okay, what? (laughs) So I decided to live a nomadic lifestyle (laughs) in Central Park with thousands of pigeons (laughs) pooping on me constantly. (laughs) They call me Pigeon Lady. I don't even get what Kevin's saying here. It's really bad. He gives like the the parable of his skates or something (laughs) like that. It's like yeah. it's like my old roller skates. I was scared to ride them, but then I got too big for them. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I get what he's trying to say. Like life's gonna by the time you get the courage to talk to people, it'll be too late. Apparently, she hasn't actually spoken to anyone else in years. And you can see why when she just like creepily rises up and like yeah. creepily grabs his foot to help him, but doesn't say a thing. I'm not sure I'd want to have a conversation after that either. But most people would be like, "Can I help you out, Bubba?" Yeah, exactly. Something. Hey, kiddo, got your foot stuck in that rock, <laughs> hey, eh? Sport, let me help you with your foot. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I don't even get. Because, like, in the first one, he was at the church and he was hiding. He was, like, he was there to not face what was going to happen at his at his, uh, at his his home. Now, it's, like, there's no home that's going to happen to him. He basically just has to stay out of their way. They'll be fine. He just knows at this point they're going to Duncan, Duncan's choy chest. So he has this conversation with her. And some reason, after that, he's, like, she's... So one thing she says near the end, which... I do not agree with. She says a good deed <laughs> erases, erases a bad, a bad deed. One. That's right. Which, no, that's not true at all. That's not how it works. No, you can't just do bad things and then do good things to make up for it. No, no, no. I didn't kill your brother because I helped out a homeless person across yeah, the street. remember that? It's erased. So, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Nonsense. I mean, yeah. It's a strange lesson for kids to learn. But I don't know even what, even, what bad deed she's referencing. Well, yeah, him just wishing for his own vacation and ending up in New York. I mean, what happens isn't exactly his fault. I mean, he does steal a lot of his parents' money. He really does, <laughs> but it's okay. He gave twenty dollars to the Duncan's Children's Hospital Foundation, so all those are erased. But now, he also right? he has to save all the money, and that's how he's going to make up for all that. Oh my God, <laughs> he's got to save all the money that's going to be stolen from Duncan's toy chest. Yeah, but so, nobody messes. With kids on Christmas, Jordan. I, I didn't know that. Uh, but yeah, I, nobody messes. Oh, you can mess with a lot of things, but not that. Yeah. So now we get the setup 
to what everybody's come to this movie for. <laughs> the demise of the sticky wet bandits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so they established that his uncle and aunt live there, but they're gone to Paris. They're and renovating. Their place is in a mess. <laughs> shambles. <laughs> there is a massive hole in the floor. I mean, it's going to be even worse by the time Kevin's done with it. There's going to be paint everywhere, varnish everywhere. Yeah, I mean, this is a pretty good time. Okay, I guess he knew he had to be there by midnight. Yeah. So he had a timeline where he's like, right, midnight tonight, we're hitting Duncan's toy chest. And so he knew to be there. But, man... He does a lot of setup in a short amount of time, just like we said in the first one. Yeah, they. I think they show him do more in this one, more than the, the first one. But dang, this is far more elaborate. Yeah. <laughs> the, the plan even has like a name. Like, what is it? I forgot. Plan Ho 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 or something Something, like that. something crazy. <laughs> but I, I like wrote down all the traps and yeah. they are... It's so a much, <laughs> it's a much longer list. I was like, oh my god, this is much longer list than the first one. Yeah, I mean, it's a sequel, right? They gotta go big or go outdo, home, right? Outdo themselves. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, how many times they should have died? It's great. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> very quickly. We talked about it last time. There was like a a point where it's like, okay, they may have been able to go on at this point, maybe if they had the willpower, but here, very quickly. <laughs> They're going to the ER. Yeah. For one thing, I feel like he could have broken a smaller window, maybe. Yeah. If he was trying to save Mr. Duncan some money. Yeah. If you're just trying to set off the alarm, like, maybe you don't even have to break a window. I don't I don't know. Like, it seems like there'd be some other way other than throwing a brick through the largest window in the entire store. There's a lot of strangeness here. I mean, like... The first trap is very questionable. I mean, like... The bucket. The, <laughs> the two by yeah, four. The placement of this, he would have to know how far they're going to jump out of that window. And obviously, it's very cartoonish. And obviously, Harry wouldn't stand there waiting on Marv to jump on the other wait, side. no! Wait, no! I could step off, but wait, no! Exactly. <laughs> and then before, obviously, he flies 50 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah, and that bucket would have just snapped in half. It's very insane. Like, this is the territory that they kind of went with in the third one where it was kind of a little bit less clever because, like, the the coincidence, the fact that they do exactly that. It's just slapstick. Too strong. Yeah, yeah. very, very slapstick and yeah. cartoonish more than, like, because in the first one, it, like, it was, there's a painfulness there where you're like, ooh. But in this yeah. one, it's so cartoony at points it's where you're. very reasonable that all those things probably could have happened in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the but, second one definitely gets up more far-fetched. Oh, yeah. Um, so the, what's the next one? They chase bricks. him back. Yep. Freaking bricks, man. The brick barrage is what oh I named this God. one. This Dead. He is dead. He's throwing it from like three stories up. Exactly. That brick would be moving. Marv is gone. He's killed Marv. He gets hit four times in the head with a yeah. freaking brick. And it's almost like disturbing <laughs> at the end there where he's like, he's cross-eyed. He's like, hey. Harry. And I'm like, oh The only God. difference is he wouldn't be conscious at no. all. He'd be bleeding profusely. Internally bleeding in yeah. his brain. His skull is cracked. <laughs> Absolutely. This is terrible. He's dead. Yes, Marv is dead. Marv is dead. Uh, moving on. Oh, wait. He's recovered. <laughs> and we're going... We get the staple door. I have one of these. I, we own one of these staples. This doesn't happen doesn't at all. It doesn't come flying out. First of all, this is an electric stapler, which is a lot less powerful than a pneumatic stapler. Okay. So it wouldn't hit as hard. 
He should have had a pneumatic stapler. And then, like, maybe it could have happened. Even then, I feel like it wouldn't. I think there's, like, a safety thing that makes it so the staple doesn't, like, fly out. It, like, just goes forward. Yeah. Staplers aren't meant to do this sort of thing. Full scope. Come shooting out. I guess he... Let's just assume he modified it in some way to make it so it could. They missed that scene where he's modding the stapler. (laughs) He's, like, freaking tingering. gunpowder in there. Like John Wick. (laughs) Then I could understand it. Oh, my God. The equalizer. Yeah. It's nailed in the butt, the penis, the nose. Oh. Oof. Yeah, ow. It's really bad. Yep. And then fetch a wetcha. Fetch a wetcha. We get another fetch a wetcha Was he using it? He was like. Joe he... Pesci, Pesci cusses in like every other movie that he's in. Pretty much. So much. Pretty much. <laughs> Especially Casino. Good Lord. <laughs> Um, so what, what, what did he use here? I, I'm wondering, cause like he, he had like this candy Thick in grease. He like, do you see him like, looks like grease? Cause he had bought that thing from Duncan's toy chest like here. And it's like this monster face with like some goop or something. And he's just like, mm. see spraying it all over the place mm, okay. what on earth, <laughs> which is weird because he'd bought that before he even knew that the bandits were there. He just wanted it. <laughs> Looks just, disgusting. Just in case I need somebody to fall. <laughs> <laughs> it was really expensive, too. It's like $23. I, I think it was like meant to like ingest it like it's candy. Oh. Is it? Or is it just like, I it's monster I, I slime. Some, some candy like that. It's so gross. Yeah, like they thought like the marketing towards kids back then, like, you know how girls had like Easy slime. Bake Oven and like guys <laughs> had like creepy crawlies where it's like, oh, well, God, big boys, what do they want? They want to eat bugs, right? They're gross. Oh, and gosh. so maybe this is another example. Maybe some guys. I don't know about that. I didn't want creepy crawlers <laughs> to eat jelly bugs or whatever. <laughs> Ew! Yeah, I thought all awesome. that slime stuff was pretty gross. Yeah, exactly. There's so many slime products in the '90s. Nickelodeon's gack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, now next up we get the this big hole that uh, Marv falls Marv in. Marv just falls straight Harry, to the floor. I reached the. I'm top. up here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Really gross. This neck crack, I think, is worth note. Oof. How it makes the loudest sound possible. What Oof. were they using to simulate that sound? It's like. Pow! What? <laughs> they took a real chicken bone, Jordan, and they just snapped it next to a mic. <laughs> it's very loud and abrupt. And this is where Harry would have died. Yeah. So Harry opens the door, mm-hmm. and a bag full of giant wrenches straight falls on his head, all over his head. He's done. I guess he wouldn't have died, but he'd be incapacitated. He would definitely be unconscious. Yes. Probably many broken bones. Those are some really heavy tools. You would not be allowed to continue at this point. <laughs> Marv definitely gets the worst yet again. Absolutely. Marv always gets the worst. Absolutely. He Okay, so he slides into the into paint. The paint shelf. It's oh weird how gosh. he slides because he like slips and like it's almost as some... Acts like he's stabilized and then he starts <laughs> slipping really bad. It's almost like some invisible force propels him forward because he falls on his back and he's like Whoa! into the into the paint shelf as the entire shelf falls on him just to make this whole thing much worse much worse yeah it's gross yeah and then i think i think this is the worst one yes absolutely when he grabs the sink it would have killed anybody the arc welder that's 240 volts man yeah he's dead he's <laughs> your brain dead. is turned into soup inside your skull 
Yeah, but no, he turns into a skeleton and scream. Your favorite thing. It always. It, it's always the thing that gets me that when someone turns into a skeleton. One little like, frame of skeleton slipped in there. Why Why was that a thing? I don't know. You don't I think see it's it just, very often it's anymore. I guess. This <laughs> just... is what electricity does, boys and girls. <laughs> you either turn into a skeleton or you see your skeleton. Even Star Wars <laughs> X-rays your does skeleton. this. Oh, my God. Even Star Wars yeah. in Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader. With the Force lightning. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is with it? Yeah. It kind of freaked me out when I was a kid, though, because I just didn't expect it. I remember because I, I saw this movie in theaters. Like, wait, what was that? I know when he's just like that, that a skeleton because he just has that crazy scream and just to see a skeleton oh, so with funny. a skeleton with hair screaming that way is kind of a creepy <laughs> image just <laughs> or whatever and I'm just like they Ugh. clearly play up his scream a lot in oh this movie. yeah they knew it was funny with the spider now they're yeah. taken to the nth degree and we're gonna get a really big one later. let her rip Mar <laughs> let her rip really it's, it's just make that scream a thing so I think. I walked out of the room, but what does he put in the toilet? It's like gasoline or something like oh that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so when Mar- uh, Harry burns his head, which he has bad luck with that. He, this is the second. He burns his head again. He would have pieces of that toilet like in him. Yeah, he's dead. He's very <laughs> the dead. The shrapnel from that bowl would have been all in him. I love how the toilet's perfectly intact, and he's still exactly. doing a handstand after this explosion that, like <laughs> lit up the building. <laughs> <laughs> and it just like blackens his face and his teeth a little bit. And That's why did really he have to it. do a handstand to do it? I don't know. It was impressive, though. He could have just leaned over. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, of course. If he was allowed to advance after the tool mishap, he's, his head is gone. And this one, oh, man. This one's real close to the <laughs> welder one. When Marv gets hit in the head... With a hundred pound bag of dry concrete. Oh my god! When he pulls on the rope, oh my god! Yeah, and it's another case of pounds. Yeah, no. <laughs> his neck is broken, and his uh, brain is uh, mush now. At this point, oh, his freaking back, his neck. Oh, <laughs> we want to see him fold it's in a pretty half. Pretty good trick, though. It's pretty smart. Yeah, I like it. I don't know why he stands there and looks up and says, uh-oh, oops. Here order. it comes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this one is going to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Kevin cuts through the ladder halfway so that when yep. Harry gets on it, it breaks. Pretty mm-hmm. smart. Um, Paint can time with the iron bar. Oh, my gosh. It looks like a cannon barrel <laughs> he throws what at the end. is that? Like maybe like a banister like thing, you know, like for stairs. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it's the whole oh, he's doing the thing from the first one, and it's like up. Oh, if that was really like metal, though, he would not be able to lift it over his head and no. throw it. No, it looks insanely would weigh heavy. So heavy. The way it was like the way like the way it sounded. It sounded like it was almost as heavy as that freaking bag of concrete. Oh my gosh. But they're dead again, yet again. This would have killed them as well. Them falling, getting hit. All the way through the floor. Falling through the floor, and then it lands on them. How do they even get back up, too? You know? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, they have to build another one. Oh, yeah. Stupid towers. I think I worked all the kinks out this this time. (laughs) Solid as a rock, huh, Marv? (laughs) Yeah, and it falls. But, uh, 
Tool chest. Yep. Just one of my favorite lines, as it's you know, funny. I always quote it. It's funny. What's what that is sound? that sound? Huh. That is the sound of a tool chest falling, falling down, down the, the stairs. stairs. Like the, the prosthetic noses that they have here. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, they just continue to follow him. It's yeah. like it could not be more moronic. Yeah, it's like they're not doing anything new this time at all. You think that they would be like, oh, we kind of we're, we're gonna work this out. We're gonna be a little more careful. But or just stop really. going after him. Like you have the money. Why are you going after him? Because I know. Just move on. Just because they get the freaking camera and the 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 pictures. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, they're criminals anyway. They're already escaped from jail. Exactly. Why does it matter? It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> it, it, the continuation of things that don't make sense. Exactly. <laughs> so the roped. Soaked in kerosene. Oh, yeah. This would be rough, man. Yeah, this is like way worse than when he uh, cut the rope in the first one because they fall such a long way. And like Marv, like he lands and he's like on his arms. He's like above Harry, just like, ah, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> his arms are broken. Push up position. <laughs> exactly. How does the uh, all the crap that falls on it, how, I, I missed how, how does that stuff fall? I don't know because the rope burns. And then they fall. Because Kevin's down. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, all these like cans of whatever. Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't follow that. All of a sudden, they're just falling. I guess because they fell through like the scaffolding. Maybe there were some tools on that because like a bunch of wood fell, and so maybe it like kind of went whoop. Mm, Did one of those kind of caved in. Exactly, did one of those ditties. That was pretty much the last trap, except for the one that Kevin falls for that was laid by Mother Nature herself. <laughs> and for some reason, he gets knocked out. Yeah. When they didn't get knocked out and all those other things. He's a lightweight. pound of concrete, four bricks. They make it sound like, oh, how do you like the ice kid or whatever? <laughs> oh, the tables have turned. I was like, oh, please. Compared to what you guys got, that's nothing. Exactly. You guys tripped on ice last movie and fell through down like stairs. It was like a massage compared to the other things. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so he gets caught. What's going to happen to him? He's gonna, <laughs> they should have immediately killed him if oh they were God. smart. Exactly. That's their whole goal, right? They wanted to gloat and take him to the park, I guess. <laughs> First, I'm going to bite off every one of these fingers. Exactly. Oh, I got some unfinished business. <laughs> I'm going to eat I'm those fingers. I'm feeling a little peckish. <laughs> I'm in the mood for some child fingers. <laughs> you still got all ten, right? <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> no, no. He, this is where Kevin's uh, friend pays off. Same he has an thing. ally in the park. <laughs> uh huh. Man, this would be rough too. <laughs> Bird seed, those pigeons. It's scary. Ugh. Just tearing you up. I can't even imagine. <laughs> I feel like they'd like bite through your skin, like getting all that bird seed off you. It's in the uncut version where uh, yeah. Marv's eyeball is hanging off the socket. <laughs> He's the skeleton from earlier. <laughs> Still screaming. They both are. <laughs> That's what the cops find. Oh my you know, God. the one cop he comes up, he's like, oh God. That's what he sees. Look actually. for fireworks and skeletons. And skeletons. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs> well, we only know it was them because of the picture laying next to them. <laughs> I guess this is the wet bandits. <laughs> uh, now that they've been chewed to the bone, <laughs> to the bone. by an army of pigeons amassed by pigeon lady. Just the bones, not even their organs. <laughs> My God. Whew. R rated cut. 
Marv lets out a final high pitched scream. His <laughs> final <laughs> cry of agony. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is the loudest yet, and it's his final one. So he's <laughs> this is his curtain call. Yep. That's great. Yeah, pretty good. They were they were good bad guys. They yeah, were, they were stupid, but they were good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good personality. They did well. Joe Pesci's hilarious. Yeah, and Daniel Stern, whatever he's at his best here. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, this is where we. Uh, this just feels very rushed here at the end. Where and with just with the tree and everything, I guess like the mom. What happens here? She visits a cop, in like in Times Square. Yeah, well, I guess first they go to uh, the the hotel. We didn't talked about the parents yeah. very much. Not much they talk rip about them a new one. Yeah, pretty funny. You know, there are parasites out there, armed to the teeth. <laughs> he or she says something to them about like some real high class idiots you guys have. Yep. She's like, we have the best, the best in Only New York. Only the best. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know what to, what else to say. I mean, the cop. Takes her over there. She realizes <laughs> he's know, a Rockefeller he, he sitter and wants to see the tree. A complete empty and barren Rockefeller sitter. Again, <laughs> impossible. She missed him by like a second too earlier. We forgot yeah, to mention that because she goes to the uncle and place. She went there. Me too. And I was like, wow, she just missed all the action. Yeah. <laughs> she could have been hit by a brick too if she wasn't. Oh my careful. God, Kevin, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> you killed that man. Does she? Do they ever know? I feel like they never find they out. They never reference it ever. So who knows? They never like even oh. in the first movie when it happened in their house. Exactly. They never said like, "Oh, Kevin like defeated two bandits or whatever." He saved our home. Saved her. Never. They never say anything like that. And so, whatever. Maybe just Kevin keeps it a secret. It's between <laughs> it's quite us. a secret. You'd think the cops would be like, uh, "So we need to talk to your son about the altercation that went down." Wait, what went down? You don't right. know <laughs> exactly because, like in the first one, he could be like anonymous. No, the second one he could be anonymous. The first one, it's like, oh, there's a police file. They yeah. obviously broke in. Kevin was the one who called the police. Obviously, instead yeah, of yeah, they get arrested like next door. Exactly. Yeah. Very know. strange the whole this whole situation. But anyways, this happens very quick. It's very rushed. It's not like heartfelt like the first one. It's like, can I get my favorite black? There she is. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, I think the craziest thing to me here at the end is this hotel suite. It is ludicrous. Amazing. Like I thought their house was so nice, but this hotel suite, two story fireplace, it's insane. I mean, it's bigger than almost any home I think I've been in, and this is supposed (laughs) to be just a hotel room. It looks like it's like four thousand square foot (laughs) hotel room. They have like a thirty foot tree in there. Insane. Like, they're all sleeping. First of all, why are they all sleeping in the same room downstairs? And then you go upstairs and the parents have, like, their own like, I know. full bedroom. <laughs> like, literally everyone. Like, the 13 people are down there oh crammed God. into one room. They just have to be left then, alone. What's his name? Sleeping in the bed all alone because he drank four Cokes before yeah, he went to bed. Yeah, make him sleep on the floor alone and, like, cram a bunch like, of normal kids. Like, with kids. a Ziploc bag up to his waist. Exactly. And he's surrounded <laughs> by Coca-Cola cans. Why does he Somebody let him do this? Somebody cut that kid off. Exactly. Fuller, we talked about this. You seem very proud of the fact that you wet the bed. And he's like, yeah, you're going to sleep with me, and I'm going to be on you. I'm going to soak those sheets, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that kid needs help. He's yeah. like... He's like almost as old he as needs Kevin a friggin is. Friggin' diapers, what he needs. Oh my god. <laughs> but anyways, but I thought this was kind of cool. How you know he'd helped out Mr. Duncan, and then mm-hmm. Mr. Duncan had 
they kind of show the truck showing up to the hotel and yeah because he gets the note or whatever he's like i'd break your window i'm sorry Thanks it's, for the it's really cool that mr duncan would think hey you know like his whole family's going to be here and on christmas and they're not going to have anything yeah so that, i thought that was kind of a cool way to sum it all up it's like an awesome kid wish fulfillment moment too, you know, because like the Home Alone movies are filled with those kind of things. Like this is like wish fulfillment for a kid, and so like at the end here, when you have all these presents and Santa Claus is giving you omniscient. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's omniscient. <laughs> Whatever. That's great. And that just it is. It's like a fun Christmas moment here yeah. at the end, where it's like, oh my god, look at all these freaking presents. The Buzz snow lets is him falling. open it first. Yeah. Gives the turtle doves to the. Yeah, pigeon lady. As much as I was ragging on her, her or whatever that whole whole scene or whatever, I do like this end here. You know, yeah. it's the whole no one should be alone on Christmas thing. You know what I mean? That's she's got a real nice. like, I don't know, warm voice to her. Yeah, she's, she's like I has an Irish accent or something like that. Yeah. She's like, oh, Kevin, thank you or whatever. Yeah, that so, means we're friends forever. Good, the, good warm ending. Good warm ending, <laughs> Kevin. $967. What was, well, I guess the $968 was just for the, the ice cream server just, just to stand there oh and serve it. What in the world? Probably was. So expensive. That stuff's so expensive. I guess. Yeah, and it really I mean, like that's a full bar. a ridiculous bar. hotel. It's ridiculous. I mean, I, he said on room service. <laughs> so I don't know, like. How much the freaking room charges were. He got a suite, yeah. too. Is that. Nowadays, I would think that that room would be five or $600 a night. Oh, really? The room that Kevin was in? At least. I'm thinking at least, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, astronomical here. Yeah. New York City, my God. That kind of freaking sweet. And the room that they got, my Forget God. about it. <laughs> I'm assuming they moved to another room, because his room wasn't anything like that. Yeah. Unless it was just attached to that, and we didn't see that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that room, I mean, good God. <laughs> be like $10,000 a night. God. I don't even know. It's insane. <laughs> Wow. All right. So there it is. Is there a post credit scene? Yeah. Is there? I didn't no, watch. No, I don't think. No, there's not. There probably is. When you watch. <laughs> still know. So when we watch stuff streaming, which the funny thing is, we didn't mention this, but I, I watched this on Disney Plus. It's very strange. Home Alone these. 3 pops up. Home, Home Alone 3 <laughs> as the next suggestion. It should not be. <laughs> no, I should suggest something else. Yep. Like the movie we're going to review next. That's what it should suggest. Go watch they Netflix. Don't, don't own it. <laughs> yeah. Watch The Irishman. You like Joe Pesci? Here's another Joe Pesci movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah. Man, it's just, it's a good Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Like just this whole movie. It's a good Christmas adventure. Yeah. I mean, I, I like how much more they reference Christmas and like, mm-hmm. I just feel like there's more scenes of, you know, trees and decorations and just, that's probably my favorite thing about it. It's a good movie anyways, but yeah. it's like, it makes it a good Christmas movie because of all that added stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people point out with this movie that like, oh, it's like, it's like a lot of beats from that first one. And I agree. It's like has the same skeleton almost with just a few different bones here and there. But like I, I even with that in mind, I like was trying to watch this with that in mind. It'd be like this there's a lot borrowed from that first one. It's the same kind of structure. Yeah. But do the ingredients that they've flavored this movie with make it 
different enough to where I can enjoy it as another adventure with Kevin McAllister. And I, th- I mean, for me, I think yes. I think there are things in it that I think are um, additive, like Tim Curry. Just the fact that there's a lot of New York stuff, a lot of scary oh, yeah. stuff to encounter in New York. Just the setting of New York, I think, makes it worth like just telling another story. It really does help. It makes it feel different because with him in just one house, I mean, it does have. If they did feel. that again, that would definitely have been a mistake. It wouldn't have worked. Yeah, they made the right decision going to New York, and that's why probably they didn't do another one where he's like lost in Zimbabwe or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Lost on a cruise ship. Locked on, lost on a cruise ship. That would be. I don't. <laughs> The wet bandits are there. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they would have done if they continued it forward. Because the third one came, like, the the early 2000s, something like that, where they were like, okay, straight to video. Yeah. It's not Kevin. It's Alex. And so, yeah, I, I don't know. Was he they, supposed to be related at all, too? No. No. Chicago is the only relation. Basically, <laughs> we're still in the suburbs of Chicago. It, was it John Hughes again? Is that um, right? yeah, yeah. John Hughes was involved. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he wrote that one, though. Probably not, maybe. Yeah. He just, like, wrote the... Probably production. The pro- yeah, some, had something to do with it, yeah. but... It, I, yeah, not recommended on that he one. He stepped <laughs> in and said, uh, you shouldn't do this. <laughs> that's, I'll, uh, that's his involvement. Take my check from Whole Loan Royalties. <laughs> I did write the first two, but I don't suggest you do this, but good luck. Exactly. <laughs> you can do it. I will allow you to do it. I will not call the police. <laughs> The IP police. (laughs) So next week, um, our final, final show. (gasps) With what is definitely one of my favorite movies ever. Christmas Vacation. I think it is the best of all the vacations (laughs) by far. And man, it's just so iconic and so Christmassy. Oh yeah. I'm ready. We go back to Chicago one last time. Ah, yes. We're going to miss you, old boy, Chicago. Ready for that this final visit, though, as we celebrate Christmas with the Griswolds. Yep. See what old Clark's been up to. Looking forward to it. Yes, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.